Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of the Crystal Report. Coming at you live. Coming at you live, full effect. Shout out to everybody in the chat box, everybody watching us live. Dallas Cowboys News brought to you by Cowboys Blog, the Frisco Report. Cowboys Corner. Mike, what's going on, bro? What you doing, man? I'm just fighting this COVID, man. That's it. I'm just ah, trying to knock that COVID out of the park. That's it. Yeah, bro. For those that don't know, Mike, uh, you know, got, got a little bit of that COVID over the weekend, right? Uh, it was Thursday last week. Thursday last week. Uh I had to go to the hospital. Thought I was having a heart attack. <laughs> it turned out it was COVID. It took a while. I'm vaccinated. It took a while for my. I got vaccinated in March, so I think it took a while for my body to recognize the virus from that vaccine, and it finally recognized it, guys. And I'm 95. percent I'm. Re- I could. I if I test negative, I can do anything and everything that I was doing before Thursday hit. So definitely recommend vaccination. I'm getting. My booster shot in January, my antibodies wear off. Uh, so if you're not vaccinated, I'm plenty of research for you to recommend you to go get that vaccination. Yeah, good, good thing, man. Yeah, I was texting back and forth with Mike. I was, I was concerned, man, because my sister's a nurse, so she knows all, like, you know, the oxygen levels and this and that. So, but thankfully, Mike made it through, and like I said, 95%. So, Mike... We were able to watch the game. You know, we, we kind of chatted here and there, back and forth about the game, whooping that ass. Uh, what's your take, man? It was beautiful, man. So beautiful. I, I'm going to be honest. I, I thought it was going to be a closer game. I thought it was going to be an all-out defensive game. Um, because, yeah, the the, the, I, the the record didn't concern me, the 3-0. It was 14 sacks, uh, number one rush defense. Because, you know, you – we didn't run the ball at all against the Tampa Bay Bucks because they had that reputation of stopping the run, right? And then these guys had the reputation the first three games of allowing 45 yards per game. So I figured either we're going to pass it a lot and we're not going to attempt to run on them or we're going to attempt to run on them and see what we can get. I think the first three plays of running on them, I think we gained 15-plus yards on all three of them. So that kind of broke the barrier of we're going to knock you on your ass in the run game. And then uh, Dak, he didn't have to pass it much. I think he was 14 for 22, 188 yards and four TDs. Just an incredible day for Dak. Didn't have to over-the-top do it. He just had to deliver the ball when he had to deliver, and he did. Um, and then kudos to Zeke Elliott and uh, Tony Pollard. Dallas domination, Mike. You know, everything you said happened right in the game. It, it was a, It was a good flow. You know, pretty much it was domination. The score didn't really reflect how bad we destroyed these guys. Number one defense, like you said, and uh, you know we, we we set them we set them in place. This is what you want to do because this might be a team you see later down in the line in the playoffs. It's good to have that in the back of their head, you know, um, as far as getting whooped like that. You know, so that that was that was a good win there, Mike. Um, you know, I think we we covered a lot of it. The Chargers, they're looking like that's it looks like a pretty good win by the Cowboys. Chargers pretty much put it to the Raiders last night, who were undefeated as well. So that looks like a very quality win by the Cowboys. Chargers looking like a playoff type of team, Mike. So Carolina, Chargers, you know, good, good wins. Good wins indeed, Mike. So, um, you know, go, going back to the game, Mike, what do you think about the uh, – 
the way that these guys have stepped up week in and week out. Say that one more time. I was reading a comment. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Troll Nation, bro. What 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 did you what you thought on on how the Cowboys are stepping up on nonstop basis every week, bro? Yeah, it's good to see, dude. I mean, this defense. I I, I said, I said, uh, I don't know. Real early this offseason, that I'm I'm drinking the Dan Quinn Kool Aid, right? And uh, and and I and I still am. And just what Al Harris is able to do with Trayvon Diggs and the secondary. Um, Anthony Brown turning his head to get the pick a couple of games ago. Uh, I think it was against the Chargers. I mean, that just tells you right there they're getting coached right. And then getting seeing players put in positions to be able to show showcase their talents. 30 guys, Dan Quinn said on his press conference, had already played on defense. Uh, it's just incredible. I mean, my hat's off to Dan Quinn turning this thing around, putting in players in position to make plays. And, uh, and Kellen Moore. Um, who I'm still up on the fence against, but he's, so far he's been pretty consistent uh, in play calling. So, um, I mean, the coordinators are just doing a fantastic job with the players they have and showcasing their 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 best trait. Wow. Okay. So we thought there was trolling going on, but we do have breaking news: Adam Schefter, in-season surprise, Cowboys release linebacker Jalen Smith. Per source, it is official. The cowboy hater <laughs> wasn't trolling after all. This is this is big news here. Wow, this is an amazing turn of events, everybody. We are live in effect. Jalen Smith no longer a Dallas Cowboy. This is official. This is by an official account. Getting some follow-ups here. Wow, bro. Wow. Jalen Smith released. That is crazy. Okay, so who's next? <laughs> Jabril the Steel Cox, here we go, baby. Get on board. No, no. no honestly, man, I, I kind of, that's my boy. You know, Notre Dame, that's my guy. You know, just, you know, just couldn't get over the injury, bro. You know what I mean? So, uh, wow, bro. In-season cut. Adam Schefter reporting it. This is official. Guys, chat box, everybody live. What do you think about this? What's your feeling on the Jalen Smith release? I don't think yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of shocked, but should we really be shocked, Cowboy Nation? I mean, we've we, we seen this guy fall off the face of the earth uh, last year. He guessed it was a Mike Nolan defense, but if you're this guy was supposed to be before his knee injury, he was going to be a top three pick in this NFL draft in 20 and 2016. He got that knee injury, Cowboys got him in the second round. So I mean, is it is it really a surprise how much he's fell off, even in that Mike Nolan system? I mean, Dan Quinn system. I mean, they obviously see something in there that he can't contribute to this football team anymore. I like it. Poor guy had to spend a lot of money to go from fifty four to number nine, but he is released. Joe, I'm not surprised when you got guys like Micah Parsons, Keanu O'Neill, uh, Leighton Vanderesh, who you know he the, the, his time in Dallas might be over. Uh, at the end of this year, right? So there's a lot of moving pieces to it. But at the same time, this this defensive roster, as we were talking about, Dan Quinn putting players in position to make plays, Jalen Smith is still out of position most of the time. 
All right. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's uh, and he was making plays. I thought he was doing okay. He definitely looked better than what he did last season. But you have to wonder, was there some behind the scenes stuff going on here where, you know what, my my plays have been cut. You know, maybe maybe he asked to get released. Maybe this was in the works. Maybe they didn't want to wait to the buy. I feel like this for something to come out of out of nowhere like this, it was probably whispers. And, and, and Mike, you kind of called this, you know, uh, in the offseason because yeah. there were those whispers about the team was trying to trade Jalen Smith prior to the draft. I, right? I, was, I was thinking he was going to get traded before or get traded or cut post June 1 um, and just, you know, kept him there for insurance liabilities. You didn't know how Micah Parsons was going to play out. You didn't know how Keanu Neal was going to adjust to – converting from safety to linebacker. And those are your two starting nickel linebackers, right? <clears throat> so at the end of the day, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, what the guy has done for minorities, the black and the brown community for entrepreneurship uh, is it, huge. And I do appreciate him uh, doing that for the minority culture. But at the end of the day, you're a football player and he just wasn't doing enough out there, Joe. Yeah. He'll, he'll get picked up. He, he won't, uh, he won't last that long out there in free agency. It's, there's a lot of teams that need linebackers out there. And, you know, people will hate on him for, for certain things and this and that. But, you know, uh, churning the defensive roster, Mike. So uh, sticking with the Jalen Smith news, if you're just now joining us live, Jalen Smith released in season per Adam Schefter. This is 100% official. This is the real deal, Holyfield. So, uh, you know, talking about, the comfort level with the roster to make this move, Will McClay, Stephen Jones, Jerry Jones have to look at this along with, with the rest of the coaches as far as like, okay, we're going to make this move. Somebody's going to really have to take those snaps. Mike, who jumps off the page for you to be that guy that gets these these snaps now? Oh, yeah, Keanu Nils coming back from COVID. Micah Parsons playing down and in and out. You still got Leighton Vandresh for at least this year. Uh, Jabril the, the the Steel Cox, right? We got him in the mix. Luke Gifford, um, he played at a high level for some of the snaps that he's already gotten on the defense side of the ball. So there, there's players and there's snaps that contribute to a better. Jalen Smith's running. If you turn on the tape, his he's not. He has he just runs goofy, right? So there, there's so many players on this linebacker spot that. And then uh, you know you got Francis Bernard too. Uh, on the other side of the token that's on IR. So there's just a lot of players that are coming back that, you know, Jalen Smith is obviously the odd one out. Jalen Smith, the odd man out. And, and you know, the writing was on the wall. Now, Lane Van Der Esch, I like the way he's playing. He's playing good. He's always played good, but the injuries, if he can get over that injury bug, which he's holding up so far and he's playing well, I, I liked it to – Maybe they get him on the cheat, but they definitely have set themselves up in place to take on these types of moves. Like you said, Keon O'Neal is the one that really comes to mind. That guy is physical, knows the Dan Quinn system in and out. I think you got to get him – you got to check where his shape is right now. Being out two weeks, COVID, this kind of crap. I mean, you 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 kind of had COVID, so you know the physical, you know, limits that you you're, you're have to take, right? So Yeah, yeah. That'll be interesting. So, yeah, I love Ken O'Neill in the mix here, getting him back. Jabril, the Steel Cox, will be in the mix as well. 
Gifford, uh, it's it's a good mix. But I think when you think about the rookies on this team starting to really pick up snap counts, they're they're starting to gobble up some of the vet uh, snaps here. I mean, you got and and not not to you know the the fault of some others, but you know injuries and some of these opportunities have opened the door wide open. I mean, boom, kicking the door wide open with steel toe boots, busting the door open. And, and getting to work, you know, yep. making the raid to get those snaps. So Micah Parsons, Osa Odigizua, the big Bruin bear, making making a name for himself on that D-line, Mike. So, you know. Um, yeah, I was just talking to, uh, with Fifth Quarter Cowboys the other day on the phone, and uh, I was like, dude, we haven't even seen Osa Odigizua, Novell Gallimore, Tank Lawrence. And if Tank Lawrence ain't careful, he, he could be next. In all seriousness, is this defense really missing Tank Lawrence? They're not missing him in the run game. They're not missing him in the sack game, right? So, Tank Lawrence, you could be next, my dude. Just throwing that out there, Joe. But uh, and, just- and, 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 Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely 100% right because at the end of the day, this is a business. And, you know, this is an example, you know, that, that yeah, if you have a contract, that does not – limit the Cowboys from making such a move. Now, for the Cowboys, the business side of this, they have the contract built for Lyle Collins, Demarcus Lawrence. If they want to move on, they can. We're not hating on anybody, nothing like that. That is just an absolute fact of the cap. All right. And like Mike said, don't be surprised. You know, there, there's a lot of churning going on here. But uh, I will be glad to get Demarcus Lawrence back. I don't get it twisted. I'm going to like to see him get back in the mix. That'll leave. You, know, oh, yeah, you need that depth. You need that depth because the D-line depth, I mean, yeah, you got Armstrong, you got Terrell Basham, but yeah. I will take Dor- I'll take Demarcus Lawrence over Terrell Basham all day long. Exactly. And that's all we're saying. We're just, we're just giving the, the, the monetary side of it. But for the team, these, this is a, this is a good look at where the Cowboys are going forward defensively. It really is. Um, I wouldn't say they're making an example of it. They just something happened behind the scenes, you know. Well, Kevin G, he he said here. He said, "Bro, never thought I would see the day that they are putting talent first, not favorites." Boom! Let's highlight that. Let's highlight that comment right out the gate. Kevin G, with the heat, you hit it right on the head, Kevin G. Because, and Mike, we talked about this last week, where you know. The plays to the players, you know, it doesn't matter who gets the ball. You know, as long as you're keeping the ball, moving the chains, there's no more forcing the ball to a certain player. You know, you got to give it to Zeke. There's no more of that BS. This, this is an amazing turn of events for the Cowboys. I mean, they're just continuing to turn this thing over. Mike McCarthy, thumbprint up in this bitch, bro. Like, for real. It's 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 hardcore, man. It, this is serious coaching that we have here right now. Bones Fossil might be the exception, but yeah. Dan Quinn, Kellen Moore, you know, uh, Nussmeyer with quarterbacks. I mean, wide receiver coach, tight end coach. You got to give it to all these guys. Philbin with the old line. Yeah, with Terrence Steele, dude. I mean, the way uh, Terrence Steele, he's not doo doo pants still no more. I mean, th- this guy is Terrence. Yeah. This man's a man. Yeah. Uh, just what he's been doing. 
stepping in for LC. I mean, we talk about when we're on the subject before Jalen Smith got released, uh, talking about um, uh, just how players are stepping up. And I mean, Terrell, Terrence Steele protected the that right side with Zay Martin and doing a really good job. Big shout out to Dalton Schultz, um, blocking his ass off too. I mean, there's so many players, and, and I get it. We're three and one. I'm not. We're not winning this. Super Bowl tomorrow, right? Oh, you just got to – it's the eye test of what we're seeing. And a lot of it we really haven't seen as Cowboy fans under previous administration. Yeah. Let's get to this comment right here. The Cowboy Hater, okay? Interesting name. Uh, still is not a Pro Bowl right tackle like Leo Collins. Mm. All right. Mm. Now, the thing about this is – I mean, he's playing pretty damn well, right? If he were to play the whole season, he would have he would be in contention. You know what I mean? When your team's winning, you get more Pro Bowl votes, and it's I don't know. I've, I kind of always hated the Pro Bowl crap, bro, because it's it's more of a uh, a um, what do you call it, Mike? Kind of like a favoritism type of crap. Like it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Now, if you, now if you talk about the All Pro nominations, that's more real than a Pro Bowl. I mean, yeah, there's something to it, right? Yeah. But but still, you know, he could be. I mean, if you're talking about playing the whole season, the way he's playing right now, I mean, who, who, stuffing Joe, Joey Bosa is pretty damn good. And then when, what he did with the Eagles front was pretty damn good. What he did with Brian Burns, for the most part, was pretty good. You know what I mean? So he, I'll tell you what, he's he, his feet are quicker than Lyle Collins. That's an absolute fact. Lyle Collins will beat you with power, right? But he's not as nimble or <laughs> yeah, I mean he I don't know. It's 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 pretty amazing the come up that uh, Steele has had, you know? Yeah. No, and you know, Steele's not a Pro Bowl right tackle like Lyle Collins. Lyle Collins hasn't made a Pro Bowl either. But let's make sure we're clear on that, right? So to compare the two it's just different in nature because not one of them has ever made a Pro Bowl on that right side. Lyle Collins, when he played left guard, when he's played right tackle, he hasn't made a Pro Bowl. Um, however, the way Terrence Still is playing right now, he's making a case. He's he's a second year player. He's an yeah. undrafted, uh, undrafted guy making a roster, playing against the best, and playing at a higher level. He's making a case for it. Lyle Collins must put away the murder case. This guy's a top 10 pick, right? So to compare an undrafted guy to a high pick guy minus the murder thing, right? It's it's two different worlds. It's it's Tony Romo versus Joe Montana, right? But Tony Romo made his case. Tony Romo got to the Pro Bowl. Terrence Steele, he's doing the same thing. No, you're right. You know, you, you know, you're right. There's he he did not make the Pro Bowl. You know, I'm not sure where that narrative is, is coming from. Um, you know, just doing a little bit of a deeper dive. But yeah, he Laucons has not made the Pro Bowl. I don't know. Was he an alternative? <laughs> I don't even. No, think he was. He's never been an alternate either. Yeah. So debunking, debunking that. All right. So, but <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, man. Nevertheless, it's a good it's a good comment to talk. So appreciate yeah. that, the cowboy hater. It's good to to get these conversations out there. Appreciate that, bro, very much. Mario Flores, according to Michael Gelkin, 
the Cowboys insider, Dallas couldn't find a trade partner due to his 9.2 million injury guarantee. So they released him. That's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 like like I said, dude, I, my prediction was he's gonna get traded before training camp or he's gonna get cut. And you know, trade partners, when you put on the film, yes, the 9.2's there. But you put on the film and the talent. I mean, I'm sure a defensive coordinator is looking at shops to get them because they could fix them, right? Get the best out of them. Um, you know, put them in different kind of schemes or whatever, right? Defensive coordinators are going to try to get tricky with this guy, right? Because I mean, the talent isn't there, right? And that's what they got to tap into. Dan Quinn couldn't do it. Mike Nolan, sure in the hell's couldn't do it. Rod Marinelli did it just for a little bit, right? So mm -hmm. there's something to be said there, but I'm not surprised there, Joe. I like that. Good, good information there, Mario. On the fly, appreciate you, bro, very much indeed. Very much indeed. Uh, got a good comment here that I want to get to, but we do have a super chat here from A. Lavelle in the house, bro. What's up, man? What up, Joe and Mike? Hope you and your families are doing well. I can't believe Jalen Smith is released, but it sends a message. No one is safe. Like the mindset, got to earn it. Absolutely, bro. It, so, it, it, it is like a message, right? Yeah. Hey, Lavelle, appreciate that. My family and I, we're, we're recovering from this COVID nonsense, but we're doing great. Um, but I uh, probably your family's great. Uh, but no, I, I like the mindset. This is like Joe said, Mike McCarthy stuff, print, bam! Mm -hmm. oh. it, it, it is, it is. This is Char a Charlie mess around, he's out the door. High school yeah. Harry, he don't work here. He doesn't, man. And there's <laughs> we do have some knuckleheads here that they got to take notice on this crap because – he ain't messing around here. And I, I kind of like this move. At the same time, I, I hate to see my boy leave, man. Uh, he did a lot. It was a great story. I'm never going to bag on him, man, like that. I think uh, he's got to earn his living. And, you know, it is what it oh, is. Yeah, what he does for the minority humans is just. And that, so, got, got a good comment here. Got a good comment here from the Cowboy Hater. I wanted to highlight because I think it's an interesting one because. You talk about um, exactly, you know, Mario. Maybe maybe you want to pick up somebody. Maybe you want to get some trade action going. You know, if if you have some trade assets, right? Would you trade Lyle for Xavier Howard, Mike? No, no, because we just cut a second round pick that we took a chance on. Okay, that was. That was one of the second round picks we that we used to take a chance at a player where he just got cut today, right? Kelvin Joseph. <laughs> can we try him out? Nashawn Wright, can we try him out? Maurice Kennedy, oh, I've been screaming for his name, but he hasn't been looking the best out there, right? Yeah, what, what happened there? Yeah, that's that was kind of a weird one there, right? He's he's out I think he's out of groove. I think he's out of groove. But yeah, 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 I, I, think so. I think you gotta I think you gotta try out what you got before you allocate other players and trades and stuff like that too. Because yes, it's great we have Terrence Steele playing at a high level, but do you wanna go back to Brandon Knight at the right side? You see what I'm saying? Let 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 let's let's tone back. Let's let's try to Save us because we got we got Terrence Steele for another at least three years because all the restricted tenders we could put on him, right? So let's 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 just ha let's enjoy some depth for once. Is what I'm trying to say here, Jim. Well, the the interesting thing about Terrence Steele is you you actually can't put a restrict you can't make him a restricted guy because he's undrafted. So 
you pretty much would have to re-sign him before his contract ends because he was an undrafted free agent. So, I, in theory, being that he's an undrafted rookie, you could extend him, you know, in another another year or two. So that's something that might be on the board. But it's a good question, the conversation to have because what if Josh Ball comes back after the bye? He becomes that other swing tackle that you're hoping that you can develop as well. So then, you know, you might have something there on the offensive line where somebody comes calling, maybe not Lyle, but maybe somebody else. You know, maybe, maybe somebody wants to to look at, a, you know, Connor Williams. I think McGovern's ready to rock and roll. So, you know, we, we do have something there if they wanted to. But knowing the Cowboys, they probably won't. To be honest, Cowboy here, they, they just, it's rare that they trade players. You know what I mean? So... It's really not not in, in their uh, the history. They might trade for a player, but I don't know that they'll you know do it. I mean, they have, they obviously tried according to Gelkin. They tried, but nobody was going to bite on that injury in the contract. That's a big deal, and not that Jalen has been injured since he became you know the starter at linebacker. He stayed pretty damn healthy. You know, he's he's always available. I guess the risk is re-injuring the knee and just blowing it completely out. So that might be the, the the risk there with that. So, yeah. Grady Jarrett, I'm seeing some some of that here in the chat box. Watch out for G Grady Jarrett, defensive tackle from Atlanta. Quinn, former pick. The rumors are swirling. Yeah, I, I've kind of heard that name here and there. I don't know who that is. I can't talk on that. Yeah, yeah he's, a, he's a defensive tackle. Yeah, he's pretty good, actually. He's pretty good. Uh, pretty good defensive tackle, but – what would the cost be? So, guys, if you're joining us now, live, in effect, Jalen Smith has been officially released by the Dallas Cowboys. In-season move per Adam Schefter. Ian Rappaport now reporting it. Jane Slater. All the, the heavy hitters are reporting this right now. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, interesting news indeed, man. But, you know, Cowboys have really changed the culture here almost – overnight bro because you think about the next man up mentality with garrett it never worked with with uh this coaching staff Mike mccarthy year two it, it's working bro like it's really working so you you feel good about the next man up we know keanu neal but we know jabril cox eventually is going to get on the field he just looked too dang good in the preseason you know and to keep to keep off uh, the field much longer so very very interesting news man very interesting news i am um, i'm i'm kind of shocked honestly you know uh, that, it, that it was in in season like this like i don't think anybody saw this coming but uh it is what it is um let's see what else we got here in, in in the news in the field here troy clark joe my brother this was a mood that is making us a move that was making us better yeah yeah, it definitely makes us better because, you know, everybody talked about Jalen Smith being a liability in coverage. He was. There's no denying that. You know, um, his uh, lateral movement was limited. You know, th that was that. He was really limited to, you know, downhill, right? You know, coming from, from the line of scrimmage straight down, shooting the gap. If you needed him to go laterally, he didn't have that move. You know, there was some awkwardness there. Um I mean, he's still a fast linebacker. We saw what he did with with Deshaun Watson, chased him down, hit him really hard. 
He made good plays for the Cowboys at times, but you know the Cowboys didn't invest, you know, all these defensive picks for nothing. They they have a roadmap in place, and you're seeing it being executed right now with Dan Quinn as the executioner, right? I mean, he had to say, uh, "Hey, Dan Quinn, what do you think about this move?" And yeah, you know, if an offense is going to attack our defense, where are they going to attack us? Your defensive coordinator is going to say, well, if Jalen Smith is out in coverage, they're going to attack that right there and convert first down. So you got to fix that. And I think that that's the part of the deal here, Mike, you know, getting the input from Dan Quinn to move on from Jalen Smith. Yeah. No, like, <laughs> no, Stephen Jones and Will McClay and Jerry Jones, they all say it. player acquisition is 365 days. And getting, and they also follow that up with, and and it's, and and, and it, it starts with making your roster better, right? And they feel like cutting Jalen Smith makes the roster better. Um, do they have something up their sleeve? Uh, is there something behind closed doors? Like Joe, Joe, you brought this up. You know, did he ask for this? Because the timing on this is just weird, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so maybe he asked for a release. Maybe the Cowboys asked to take a pay cut. Who knows? I mean, there, there could be numerous things. But according to Marcus Spears from ESPN, he heard this rumor swirling a couple of days ago. So this has been in the works. It's nothing surprising. Mm-hmm. But are both parties out of mutual agreement, or was Jalen Smith also cut off guard? Yeah, more details will come up here. Uh, fast and furious, I'm sure. Jane Slater is on top of this. America's sweetheart. I'm sure she'll give us the deets on this. It'll be interesting, but nevertheless, you got to move on. And uh, the Cowboys have, and as fans, we will too. And uh, best of luck to Jalen Smith, bro. Best of luck to Jalen Smith. So number nine will be, uh, you know, if somebody else wants number nine, I don't know if they will. I feel like that number should be semi-retired. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, you know, a lot of people really love Tony Romo. I, I, I and as a fan of Jen Smith, I, I wanted him to stay with 54. I didn't want him to go with nine because I just felt that was too soon. But Jerry let it happen, man. You know, so. And he had to spend some money, too. Jen had to spend money. Yeah, on he had him. to spend a lot of money on that. Yeah, so. But the defense, bro. They're clicking on all cylinders. Mike, can they keep this moving? Can the defense keep it going? We're playing the Giants next. We'll do a little preview conversation appreciate everybody in the chat box tonight briscoe report tuesday night it seems like we always occasionally get breaking news when we go live on tuesday so that's why we love tuesday nights man it's something (laughs) crazy seems to always happen on a tuesday night right in the off season and now in the regular season so this is just another one of those moments here jen smith released but mike the giants are next is this a trap game, bro? <sighs> fair question. It's a fair question. I think um, I think the Cowboys got to just come out of here. They got to run this ball. They can't get too cute and try all these jet sweeps and all this crap. You know, they just the defense. You got to get that to Daniel Jones. Got to hit him in the mouth. I, I don't think there's a wide receiver over there. That scares me that Diggs or Anthony Brown can't cover. I mean, and I'm being honest. Uh, yeah, you got Shaquan Barkley over there, but I mean, I think we have the Micah Parsons to match his speed to even to, to stop mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
But if the cat and this is the division game, a divisional game, so you know you got to throw a lot of the stats out the window. You got to throw the record out the window, um, and you, you know you just gotta go pound for pound. It's gonna be another physical, hard game. But I, I think the Cowboys should go in here and treat this thing like the Eagles game, another forty burger. And, and if they don't, I don't. I, I what happened? What's going on? I don't. I don't see why we couldn't. You know, especially with this move with Jalen. Hopefully this brings some fire under some other players' asses and, and gets them going, too. Good points. Good points all around, Mike. You hit it right on the head, man, with a sledgehammer, to be exact. Because, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing more true than that, right? So some of these moves, they do like a little something under some of these players that, that might kind of be, you know, not fully on board. And I, I feel like a lot of the team is because we're just having a lot of success right now. But there might be the outlier and this might be a message to some of the outliers, some of the Charlie F arounds of the team that are on here. Like, hey, you know, you're you may not be safe here, so get get your crap in line. So it's uh it's gonna be a, a trap game indeed because this is a horrible team. This is a team that uh, has dysfunctionality from the head coach down. I mean, even from ownership down. You know what I mean? So overly dysfunctional. You know, they're talking about firing Joe Judge, firing Jason Garrett. You know, it's in total shambles right now over there. You know what I mean? Daniel Jones, a complete disaster, throwing the ball, interceptions all over the place. So, Trayvon Diggs? <laughs> 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 wow. I can't wait, bro. I cannot wait, bro. Speaking of Trayvon Diggs, Mike. Uh, his back, I think he's still dealing with a little bit of stiffness. Is that right? I think you, yeah, you, you were yeah. looking at that earlier. Yeah, he's still dealing with some stiffness there. Nothing, you know, the, taking him out of the game, calling it veteran management or whatever they call it on national TV, BS. Mm -hmm. He had some back stiffness there. It's yeah. with some icy hot and some and some Vicks will get him fixed up. Yeah, just slap that on there and you'll be good to go. I'm getting more. <laughs> I think he's chomping at the bit, bro. Like, if I'm Trevon Diggs, I'm like, I'm getting out here and getting some interceptions off this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's, dude, yeah, I think I think they're in for a long day. You know, as long as they, they stay focused. I like our D-line versus their O-line. You know, they keep shuffling players around, picking up players off, off the, you know, street-free agents that try to plug and play. Like, they're like, really, they're a complete mess. You know what I mean? I think by the time we play the Giants the second time in the season, either Joe Judge will be gone or Garrett will be the interim or vice versa. Like, one of those guys will not, will not be around the second time. And this might be our nail in the coffin. After after we totally obliterate the Giants, one of those guys might get canned. <laughs> All right? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 like, like I said, dude, something has to go completely wrong. And, and this is a big game for Dak Prescott, Joe. This marks, mm -hmm. you know, week five, he got hurt against the Giants at home. Week five against the Giants at home, he's playing them again, right? So this is a big game. Dude, this is a big game for Dak Prescott mentally. And I, I expect Dak to get some revenge and light these fuckers up, dude. I really do. No, I, I think you do. You do. Like you said, it's got to be like the Eagles, 40-burger, 50-burger even, you know. So, and I think that this team, the way that they've been playing, that they know they didn't finish strong, I think in this game, this could be a, a, a complete obliteration of the mind and soul where these guys never recover. This might put the Giants in a complete tailspin, and I want it to be us that, that do it. 
like you said, the one-year anniversary, Dak Prescott, that injury happened with the Giants at at home at AT&T Stadium. So it's almost a, to the date almost, you mm-hmm. know, this, this week. So I want to see Dak put it to him. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott is looking incredible, man. This guy, he, he finally broke off a long run, one of the longest runs in a couple of seasons, man. Yeah, yeah, and I, I told you guys this. They're easing again, and Zeke's going to get his carries. That's exactly what they did, Joe. Just don't, don't throw players away because Tony Pollard had success. We should want both players having success. Because when your quarterback throws four touchdowns for 188 yards, you got some success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. Soup trap with the, the, the super chat. Do you think releasing Jalen and talking about trades while the team is playing so well upsets the locker room dynamic? I really don't think that this is going to be an issue for the locker room because, you know, this like we said, this was kind of a rumor, you know, pre-draft. So. I think the teammates were kind of maybe, you know, they've been, been kind of expecting this move, especially with what they've done with the draft, you know, with um, Keanu Neal as a free agent, you know, uh, Micah Parsons, Jabril, and, and these guys. So there's obviously the writing is definitely on the wall. And I think that, you know, it was just a matter of time. So I don't think it'll affect the locker room uh, dynamic either. One of one of Mike McCarthy's main hires was uh, his assistant coach, and his his duty was um, you know building relationships of the locker room and coaches. And I think you know he was probably a part of this uh, you know decision as well. You know, getting getting a tempo you know of uh, you know of the locker room. So I don't think this will affect the the locker room dynamic. Jan Smith, pretty good leader. You know they you know he's you know. But at this point, is he just a cheerleader? If that's kind of what, what he was doing, you know, with, with his snap count getting cut down, you know, that's an expensive cheerleader. You know what I mean? So these guys are ready to to jump in place, man. And I think we're going to see it, you know, with uh, with the young guys in particular. We know about Keanu Neal, but I think uh, Gifford will get some more snaps if he can stay healthy. He gets, he gets dinged up. But um, – you know, maybe, maybe you call up Francis Bernard as well. Maybe he he gets off of practice squad and actually, you know, gets gets some more snaps there. You know what I mean? But for sure, Jabril will probably get some more snaps in there. Just ignore that. I I, I commented on there. I noticed my card updated with the next promotion date. I had to re, renew my payment. So I'm back as a Hall of Fame member. I got my card updated, so we're good there. But no, 100%. And the pay, it looks like the Patriots are going to be working out. Um, Jalen Smith later on this week, so we'll we'll definitely see him sooner than later. Oh, did you did you see that already? Yeah, there it is, there it is. Soup Trap, appreciate you, bro. Long time member of the channel, appreciate you on Twitter as well, my my bro. Okay, I see this as well. Somebody posted this up, Mario Flores. Breaking news: The Pacers have reached out to Jalen Smith and are working him, are bringing him in for a workout later this week. Cowboys, long yeah. That's good, man. That's good. And, you know, I, I figured as much. You know, I, I didn't think that he would be one of these guys that won't find something here. Like I said, a lot of teams need a lot of linebackers, and he might fit in that in, in what uh, Belichick wants to do there. So uh, it's it's going to be about fit, you know, for Jalen Smith. That you Everybody has scouted him already. GMs, they know what his limitations are, what he can do, you know. So uh, evidently, 
you know, they like what they can see. They like what they've seen from him in certain aspects. So that's good, man. That's good for him. Mario in the clutch. Yes, indeed. Soup Trump. Yes, indeed. Pass a workout. Jimmy Collins. I think they already did, if I'm not mistaken. And I don't, I don't think they re-signed that guy either. I think the ship may have sold on that. I think he's come back and forth and who knows. But if he doesn't sign up the Patriots, he'll, he'll, he'll go on with somebody else. So He'll go to the New York football giants. He could. He could. The right kind of guy. If I were, if I was him, I would want to go to the AFC, get out of the NFC because, and if he has to play us, I mean, our guys aren't going to have any mercy. I mean, Zeke, <laughs> the, way, the way Zeke's running, I mean, Zeke like knocked out uh, Shaq Thompson pretty much. I mean, he he put the wood to him, dude, and then Shaq Thompson got dinged up. Yeah. I love the way our offensive line is so physical right now. I don't even want to compare them to like 2016 or 2014, nothing like that. This is their own group, you know what I mean? Like you got Biadish in here, who I thought had a, he, he had a he had a much better game, yeah. right? I thought he had a much better game here, and with with the behemoth, Derek Brown. I mean, he did win some snaps with Connor, in, you know, here and there, but for the most part, he looked pretty good, man. And and you know, Terrence still can't say enough about how, how well he's playing, but. But Mike, dude, let's talk about Tyron Smith. He's in Pro Bowl form right now. Doesn't have the neck brace anymore. Playing out of his mind. Are we, you know, we kind of said like, you know, when will he get? Will he have? Will he give us ten games this year? You know, a lot of the conversation is that. How many games would he make? The way he's playing right now is. Is that threshold lower now where, where you know, maybe he's going to, in fact, finish the season? It's, it's, it's a big chance he could finish the season. Now, that neck surgery, for it to take away his neck brace, had to be a real success surgery. Uh, to take away the back pain, the neck pain, it had to be a real successful surgery. And I think you're seeing that displayed in four games, Joe. I mean, he looks... He, he, I mean, he looks like he's he's thirty year in. He's not missing a beat. I mean, he's getting guys and just mulling them. Uh, he's getting at the second level on blocks and turning guys. I mean, and, and is this any surprise to what seventy seven can do? Absolutely not. It's just good. And I don't want to speak on can he play ten games? Can he play eight? I just want him to play game by game and just get through each game healthy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for real. That, that's that's the main thing, right? It's the main thing. <laughs> but and then the other one, Zach Martin, he's he's all pro form as well. Like they're just clicking really good right now. I love w- what we have going on. You know, <laughs> physical play, taking the soul of that defense, beating them down again. And uh, it's it's a it's a it's a the, the offensive line to me, Mike, is is a little bit of a game changer, just in itself, where you can wear down, you know, that defense, and they've been pretty. Um, you know they've they've been able to run and pass in, in a lot of these games outside of the outside of the um, Buccaneers game they seem a little bit more balanced. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, and, and you brought it. You made a good point though about we can't compare this to any other year because this is their line this year. I mean, Tyron Smith, Zach Martin are the vets, right? Um, and you, they're doing this with Connor Williams, Beatish, and Terrence Steele, right? 
Biotish. And so, uh, I mean, I mean, Biotish, he still has to have good games on top of good games. Um, and they got to figure out a way to stop running behind Zach Martin almost every play. <laughs> but when you can figure that out, that's a good thing because that means everything's clicking, all cylinders on that offensive line. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what it is, bro. That's what it is. It's uh when you can when when the defense knows that the Cowboys are gonna run and we still convert or get yardage, that's a good offensive line right there. Like when they know that it's coming and they can't they can't stop it. I mean the pile like we're moving the pile. We hadn't seen that in, in a couple of seasons. Like it was just like, oh, make your block and then it said these guys are piling it up you know, getting the ball moving and really beating up those defenders. So I love what I'm seeing there. And, you know, I, I got to give credit to Coach Philbin on that as well. I think he's not getting enough credit for, you know, some of the um, – what he's been doing with his line. You know, it's it's it's. I wouldn't say it's at the level of, of Callahan quite yet, but it, it's, it's getting there. In, in my opinion, it's getting there. You know, now if he develops Josh Ball into something – Beatish might turn into something as well, then yeah, I mean, you can't deny that at, at that point. Yeah, no, yeah, and like we, they're, they're still on tap potential there, and, it, and it's good that, you know, we, we got that depth of Josh Ball and Connor McGovern and Terrence Steele. Because we, we, had, we had guys like Chaz Green. Um, we had guys, I mean, who, who the heck was it last year that was just horrible? He, I can't remember where he even came from. I think he came from the Patriots. He just wasn't good either, right? So we got some depth there. And big shout out to Joe Philbin for developing that and getting that, you know, getting that depth there. Yeah. Fleming, I think, is the guy you're, you're thinking. Yes, Cameron Fleming. God, God and mighty. Yeah, that was that didn't really work out too well with the Cowboys. You know, he came from that Super Bowl season and we came here just like, what happened? You know what I mean? So but uh it was good, man. It's good that the Cowboys were able to to you know, to bow up and, and, and move on from the Garrett coaching staff, the Garrett era, and, uh, you know, we do have remnants with, with Kellen Moore and Nussmeyer, but, you know, that, that that's kind of about it. You know, it's it's a pretty much rebuilt all over the place, and, you know, including the roster, you know, 43% churn. That's, that's a big deal. I think by next year, you know, this is going to be full-on, like, these are McCarthy guys at, at that point. So interesting indeed. Mario Flores, an update here. His 9.2 million injury guarantee next year was too risky for Dallas to hold on to him for next year. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that was evident, right? I think I think a lot of us knew like this would probably be it for Jalen Smith. Next yep. year. Yeah, you would move on. So Yep. For it to, to cut ties here early, a little bit of a surprise, but shouldn't be a big surprise to too many, but that's what it is. That's what it is. Brofius. Appreciate everybody in the chat box watching us live here talking about the Jalen Smith release. Guys, pound that like button if you haven't already. If you're if if you like the content, you know, and you're you're lurking around, just hit that subscribe button. Show your boys some love here. Cowboys Corner and Cowboys Blog. We do appreciate you. It takes two. It, it takes two, David Smith. Uh, David Smith said, Joe, why did they? Why didn't they trade Jalen Smith even for a, se- for a seventh? It takes two. You know, that's just what it is. 
Yeah, yeah, it it does. It takes two to tangle, and like what uh, Gelkin reported, you know, thanks to Mario Flores posting that up. You know, there was that 9.2 clause in there for the injury, so that scared off a lot of teams. Like they didn't want to, you know, take the risk on that. You know what I mean? So that's a big thing. You know, even even for a seventh round pick. You know what I mean? That I think the the injury the injury clause supersedes that part of it. So that's why you don't even get a seventh round pick. So that, that's what that is. I appreciate you, Dave. Appreciate the comment there. Uh, more questions and comments. Keep them coming, guys. We do appreciate you. Appreciate everybody out here joining us live in effect on a Tuesday night with the Frisco Report. I like this one here. Marvel Group, appreciate you, bro. Always see you in the chat box. We're getting the dinosaurs out the building. Yeah, we are. We well, the really black dinosaurs because Zeke. There's a, there's a lot of people from that 2016 draft class and, you know, the bad dinosaurs, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, there's there's the outliers, the guys that, that didn't quite, you know, uh, survive <laughs> the extinction event. Some of them did, obviously. But, uh, yeah, man, more, more on the game here, Mike, a little preview of, of the Giants game. You know, um, like we said, this this will be like a classic trap game only because that team is just in so much disarray. Like you said, forty burger, it should be should be the goal here, and finishing strong should be the goal. So it could be fifty burger, but for the Giants, is there how do they score on this defense? If you're the Giants, how do you attack this defense? I think because you got Shaquan Barkley there, Joe, you got to set up some type of play action attack uh, where Keanu Neal and Micah Parsons can bite on that. Um, you know, but if you're moving Micah Parsons around that D line, <clears throat> Barkley's going to have a horrible day anyway. He's going to get he's going to get introduced to number eleven, Micah Parsons. All right, and then we still got Leighton Vanderess. We still got Keanu Neal, Luke Gifford, who. And in, in the snaps that Luke Gifford played looked really well. I mean, he looked really good um, for the snaps that I have seen him play this year. Um, and that's not including specialty. That's strictly defense, right? So, um, you know, I, I think they got to set up some type of play action. They got to get the ball out of Daniel Jones's hands quick. You can't throw uh, to Trayvon Dick's side. Um, and if Jason Garrett's smart, he won't call anything to number seven's side. I think number seven is going to get bored. Um, but at the same time, you know, Anthony Brown, I think he has stepped his game up too because they got Galladay over there. Um, I think they got uh, wide receiver Slay. Is that his name? Not Slay. What's his name? Sterling. Sterling. Uh, Sterling. Something Sterling. Sterling Shaper. Yeah, Sterling Shepard. And they yeah, do Sterling Shepard. Yeah. They do have Slayton as a wide receiver. Slayton, that's what it is. So, I, I mean, they're, 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 they have some speed on that side, right? Uh, but we Carolina had speed too, and I think we handled that well. Um, so I think it's going to be hard for them. I think they got to set up the run and they got to set up some play action and they got to get Kyle Rudolph involved somehow, former fashion too. It's going to be tough against these linebackers and Jay and, and, and curse, but, uh, they get, they, that's the only thing that can help them is that play action getting tight ends involved. Yeah. I, I think this is going to be a long game for those guys. It, it would take a cataclysmic disaster for the Cowboys for us to lose this game because, you have Mike McCarthy, who's really good at game planning against, you know, um, Jason Garrett type of offenses. You know, we know that for a fact. Um, but some of those games were kind of close, you know, in the 
you know, they they did put some points up on the Packers. It came down to to Byron Jones not not getting the, the coverage on a tight end there. I'll never forget that. Yeah. But you know, they're they're familiar with each other, so it, it will be interesting. I think you know, like you said, play action is going to have to be where they go, and I don't think they'll be able to execute it. I think they're going to be disrupted, you know, from the middle, from the outside, from blitzes. And like you said, do you do you want Daniel Jones to throw to number seven? You know what I mean? Seven is blanketing out that other side. I, I know that, uh, you know, that uh, DJ Moore had some yards and stuff there, but it, it wasn't uh, to the point where it hurt the team. You know what I mean? And uh, he was there to get those interceptions. Yeah, I, I don't think the Giants have a DJ Moore type of player either. Yeah, yeah they don't. And the, that offensive line stinks of of uh, high high hell, south of cheese, whatever you want to call it. They they stink really bad. So it, it should be a pretty good obliteration of the mind and soul, like I said. And uh, the offense, you know, let's talk about our offense versus that defense. Okay, they have invested some pretty high picks on that defense. You know, um, they lost the, the big behemoth defensive tackle, but they've drafted. You know, I thought they drafted pretty decent on on that front there. You know, uh, they they have the safety McKinney, and uh, but other than that, Mike, is there anybody else on that defense that that really, you know, gives you any fear? There's a linebacker. Um, he has three sacks. It's I. I don't know how to say it, but it's Ojulari. Uh, Aziz Ojulari. Yeah, he. I mean, he has three sacks. He's mixing it up a little bit uh, there on that defense. Um, and then you got uh, a, a defensive tackle Johnson that has two sacks um, in these four games here. They got six sacks total. Uh, not not many. They're not really turning the ball over much. Um, they have zero interceptions. Excuse, excuse me. They got two two interceptions, and that that came from Bradbury, uh, one of their cornerbacks. Um, but I mean, there's not a lot of players out here making a lot of plays. Um, so I mean, it's going to be interesting to see you know who steps up for them on the defense side of the ball. Uh, but their defense really don't scare me. Yeah, and, and, and that's that's the sad thing about this. That's why I think this coaching staff is in over their head because they have a lot of good names, a lot of good high picks. Dexter Lawrence, you know, was a good pick. Leonard Williams is good. Reggie Ragland's a good linebacker. Uh, Jabril Pepper, Logan Ryan. Adore. I mean, they have some very familiar names that can play well, but I don't think their coaching staff has them playing well at all. Like, those names that are on this team, they should be playing a lot better than what they are, and they're just getting freaking, you know, they, yeah, they're not, they're not, they're a former shell, a former shell of themselves. So their their leading rusher right now is their quarterback Daniel Jones, and uh, Shaquan Barkley has fifty two attempts for one hundred and eighty six yards. So uh, Barkley, he's having. He's only averaging 50 yards a game. so I, I like this right here, Mike. I like this. Neil and I are both back. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's I love that, all right, because more weaponry. You've got the pass rusher, Bradley and I, who, who can get to the quarterback. We've seen that in Neil. Neil is, is, is the guy here, right? So uh, it's good to have those two guys back in the mix. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. I, I feel like you like we're at this point we're not really missing Dorns at all. And so getting it done on defense, next man up is working here, indeed. So I like that man. I like that very much. Soup well, trap. definitely should. The soup trap as well on the Giants. They played bad teams as well. So yeah, that that that's bad too. Like if you're a bad team and you're losing the bad teams, you're a very bad team. <laughs> so. Uh, they won one game. They're one and three. I think they're uh, at the bottom of the division. If not, they're, they they got to be way down there. So yeah, they're what are they one and three? Yeah. yeah, they're 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 at the bottom. I think Washington Redskins are two and two. The Eagles, I think they're down there with the Eagles. I think the Eagles only won one game too. Yeah, let them stay there. Both of them, all of them, can stay behind us, and I, they will. I think we are still, you know, the the cream of the crop here. Um, I think Washington will win, baby. Will be a good will be a good rivalry game. I think that one will be it. But the Giants and Eagles, I think we're going to totally dominate these guys. It, it'll be good to see when we play Washington. That'll be a good game. But yeah, man, trap game. We should totally obliterate these guys, Mike. And uh, and that's it, man. But guys, we appreciate everybody in the chat box joined us live here for our Frisco report sneak peek to the Giants game, and obviously a big portion talking defense, and the Jalen Smith release. So, guys, pound that like button on your way out, guys. We do appreciate you for stopping by this Tuesday night like you usually do. We see a lot of the familiar names. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Mike, before we head out, where can everybody find you if they haven't already, bro? Yeah, Cowboys Corner. Joe has it right right there, Cowboys Corner, right here on YouTube, underscore Cowboys Corner. On Twitter, guys, if you want to see me talk a whole lot of mess, follow me, underscore Cowboys Corner on Twitter, guys, and uh, I'll follow back. So follow it up. I ain't scared. Are you scared? I ain't scared. We got these giants, Joe. Jalen Smith released. We had a hell of a week, and my Shiba Inu is <laughs> right. Yeah, invest in that Shiba Inu. It's gone up crazy money there. So. financial advisors, by the way. Yeah, not not a financial advisor by any means. Nothing but risk taking up in this bitch, bro. <laughs> we love you guys from the bottom of our hearts. Appreciate every single one of you guys. We will catch you for the next one. I'll see you for my Friday night football frenzy and post game after the game. Peace, everybody.